Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. Uh, a, well, I'm T. <laughs> I, and I'm A. <laughs> so I left you hanging. You're like, up. I'm the A that comes after the TNA. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, tonight is a hashtag trending episode. Yeah. And we've got a lot of interesting news yeah, happening. Yeah, a lot going and, on. Yeah. Busy, busy. But yeah. A, you, well, speaking of groundbreaking news, right. well, we're <laughs> attended, gonna- oh. No, yeah, I did. I did. But I just, so we're going to talk about uh, a new movie coming out um, called Monogamish. Yeah, Monogamish. Monogamish. Well, which we relate to here. By Dao Ruspoli. Yes. And then we, and and then we're going to talk about um, what's going on with the Pervy Patel case, because, which is this young woman who's charged with fantasy. Feticide. Fantaside, right? Feticide. Feticide. Yeah, yeah. Feticide. I wonder what that would be. Feticide. <laughs> she killed Lord. her baby. And she, well, we don't. Yeah, that's not we'll true. Get to that. Well, no, I said it wrong, but that's what feticide no. implies. Right. 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 Okay. We don't know. So if she we'll did. get to that's that. The trial. Indiana's just a black hole that's falling apart. Well, apparently, the yeah, gay marriage situation going on there. Right. And then, we'll um, and that. then a new poll came out uh, about the millennials and their relationship to sex mm-hmm. and all and contraception and contraception. And so we'll touch on that and uh, let you know what the millennials think, which Has is gotten, our generation. Yeah. Has it gotten yeah. any better? <laughs> yeah. Since the twenties. Okay. So, but it, there are some surprising viewpoints that mm. came out from that. So anyway, so we'll touch on all those things. First uh, would be uh, my my news. What happened over the week? So I went to a sex party. Meow. Yes, and this is something that you know I've kind of been like I've been to a couple. You know, swinging and that whole thing has typically not been something I gravitate toward. Only because I rarely find people that I really want to, you know, have a group dynamic with. It's usually I feel like I'm doing favors by interacting you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah you know well, and, and, and I feel I, like I'm it's not my cup of tea because of that well yeah but you get you get a little jealous too right with threesomes did I say that once at one point <laughs> <laughs> okay well okay so it's not it's tea it's not your cup of, it's not your oh cup sure tea. yeah I don't like I I like to be doted on sexually so if I'm I prefer maybe like two men because then it's about right. me right 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 right, right. <laughs> I meant I like a threesome with another right sure so so this is something I a have been playing around with a bit, but um, and I thought, well, maybe you know, it's been like a year or more since I've done anything like that. Maybe things will be different. I was, you know, I was just, I'm just curious, right? Yeah, I would have loved to have joined. I was out of town. Well, it was a really cool mansion party, maybe and um, and my friend is a veteran in the swinging, you know, lifestyle kind of area. So I went with him and. Uh, a girlfriend, a friend of mine who is interested also in seeing what this is all about, but had, like literally has no introduction whatsoever, has 
never had a threesome, never, okay. you know, nothing. So it was classic a, relationship, right? Heteronormative, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes, but yeah. very sexual and okay. and curious about okay. you know what this kind of thing. Is. So nice. here we go. We we go. The, the venue was amazing. I have to say, like we got there, we were an hour late, but you know nobody was there, so we're wandering around and. I'm looking at all these amazing places to play. They had like a trampoline and these beds outside and a pool and a jacuzzi. I had like, sex on a trampoline once. It's really fun. Oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Although you I'm can like, kind of get oh, like yeah. brush burn, you know, I get a little brush burn when you're totally, eager. I can totally imagine. <laughs> but there were all these really cool places and I was like, wow, fun. Okay, I can't wait to like get going. You know, I hope I meet some cool people. I happened to be quite randy. So I was getting really, like, Aww. I was really looking forward to like what was going to happen for the night. But... Um, you know, it was, it ended up being kind of an awkward night. It was very, everyone kind of knew each other. What? How did everyone know each other? I don't, I guess the lifestyle, but like, I just felt like it was really hard to kind of like butt in and start conversation and nobody would come up to you. Yeah, you weren't part of the club. Right. And I'm like, like, oh, geez. I felt like the loser (laughs) kid. I felt like I was back in high school and I'm like... Oh my god! I'm like I'm just gonna go crawl into the corner. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Like, I, and I was—you're already nervous, you know. So it's always like, you know, hey, how? Uh, yeah, you're and you're <laughs> how naked. How are you doing? Are no, you naked at no, this no, point? No, no. Oh, no, it's well, just so like my experience—I've attended naked parties, which they don't right. imply that you know they don't mean that to actually engage in sex. Of course, people hooked up, but it felt like a normal party. And just yeah. like you're saying, it's amazing how much it comes back to just normal socializing dynamics. You know, yeah. the rules are not different. Right, exactly. Even and, if and you're I naked. And I told myself, I'm like, okay, just pretend like it's a normal party. Yeah. Like, the, the, People aren't forget, warmer because of it. Forget that objective in your mind about, you know, yeah, like who are you going to be rolling around the floor with or the bed with, you know, in the next hour. Like, don't think about that stuff. Just, uh, <laughs> just uh, you know, just be in the moment. Have a cocktail. Just, hang exactly. out. Try hang to out. connect. Make friends, you know. Anyway, there were really attractive people there, which is something, which is new for me because these venues I had been to before were, you know, wasn't, I wasn't really that like, attractive. physically attracted. But I it was really, so there's one thing. I'm like, okay, well, this is, you know, interesting. Not that it's the only thing that matters, but, you know, it makes it fun. Anyway, so it took forever for the party to actually get going hmm. and for the ice Maybe to be broken. Was a and intimidated. I don't know. But, and so finally, you know, I go into a room and there's like, you know, 20 people at it. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, my friend is finally getting to see some action. She was like, <laughs> I feel so bad, like taking her to this like new thing and like nothing was going on. I'm like, I'm really sorry. It's usually not like this. But anyway, so I ended up connecting with an older uh, uh, silver fox kind of guy and his wife. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And and I had seen him earlier. I don't know why I always go for the older men. I don't know what the hell this is about. Well. But anyway, so I ended up connecting with them. And then all of a sudden, we're there in our, like, on the bed in our, in this little room. And then, like. People start coming, like people that I've never seen, whatever people that I had no, I had no conversation with, or anything. Just random people would come up and start joining, like, like adding a hand to the y- mix. Totally, or... they would just be come up naked and start joining in, and I'm like, in a good in my, way. Well, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, well, wait a minute, I, I only decide permission. It, well, I, I didn't not give them permission. Like it's. They were more interacting with the other people. I kind of stayed clear because I didn't want to, like, be handed around to 20 different people. But um, but I was just like, man, I was looking – I was really enjoying my threesome. Like, I don't mm. want, like, 20 people there. It's not an invitation for 20 people to come in and play with my threesome. 
But I don't know. I'm still new at this sex party thing. So maybe, maybe there I, are private quarters you could have. Maybe exactly. If you don't want to share or like have people come in, maybe there's you need it's to like go somewhere else. It's interesting that they didn't ask though. I I feel like I've you know talked to a lot of people who have done, you know done sex parties. It seems like there is sort of a. There generally is. Permission. You usually ask, and they may have. I just may not have. Maybe they ask someone to, else to involved in bliss, and they, you know, <laughs> and the man's like, "Oh yeah, the more the merrier." I no, there was a lot of asking, like, "Hey, is this okay? Is this okay?" Or well, that's but nice. for the people that I was involved with, yeah. But, so anyway. did your novice friend get involved? She didn't. And so here's the thing. So once I started going, and and I it cleared with her before. I'm like, you know, if I get going with things, are you going to be okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine. So when I, I, I vaguely remember being on the bed and like out of the corner of my eye are my two friends watching me, which I'm like, okay. In my mind, I'm like, this is slightly awkward. Neither of them have seen me naked ever. And here I am mm. naked on bed with two people, like a man and a woman hovering Having around sex. me. Exactly. And I'm, so I'm a like. a whole new boundary. I her. know. But, it, but it, it was fine. Good. Whatever. Were you able, and you obviously you were able to surpass that, and they stayed and watched. That's funny that they didn't sort they of did give stay you privacy. They did stay and watch. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey. They're like, cool, you're going to go in? Can't wait to see this. <laughs> we're going to stay like, on the sidelines. You know, we'll be I'm, here. Exactly. But you know, Let me I know thought, if we get you water. But I'm like, I, I felt like I was doing my friend a favor. I'm like, okay, you know, it's someone that By she being knows. being courageous. Yeah, and it's someone that she, it's not just a stranger stepping into this new situation. It's someone she knows, so it's just a degree closer, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. That's cool. I, I felt like I was doing I, I look forward for to going to the next one with you. If I go to one, to be honest, it's really because it was, it like, was a dabble, but it's not your your it's passion. It's really not my thing, and I've, I I kind of yeah. I mean, I've been yeah consistently every single time I you know get the interest enough to go to something like this. I'm I always leave like oh well that's it you know huh, like maybe, for the first maybe three we need minutes. To alter the expectations. Maybe, but but to be honest, I'm not sexually driven in that way. I'm a very sexual and sensual person. But, but with a stronger connection to an individual. Yes, like exactly. Like if it was a threesome or a group dynamic of people that I know and like and it right. was more Well, and I find for me, maybe. sexuality is such a part, uh, is such a an important thing of, of sharing and connecting and, and emotional discovery right. with each other. Right. So, um, yeah, like I, that's what I look for anyway. Exactly. And, and so yeah. that doesn't mean I can meet someone in a night and have so much excitement for them and have such a strong connection that sex does happen or, you know, is desired um, yeah. within that night. But, yeah, I, I find it hard to just sort of eye someone and say, yeah, let's go. Yeah, exactly. And so that was that was kind of the whole thing. And, and Although I've had fantasies. Like sometimes I'll yeah, fantasize sure. about it. Like if it I'm on the like... dance floor with someone and we're really connecting and then you just want to go somewhere and, you know, right. fucking have no, sex. Well, which... but I mean not actually doing it. I, I, I mean more like... If if I'm masturbating or maybe even thinking about, or if I'm even with a lover like this, like envisioning this oh, idea right. of fucking someone anonymously. You're right. I fantasize about that too. But the yeah. reality is just I don't so much more boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the, I like the imagining it. A friend told me about a, a sex um, party place in New Orleans that has uh, a room where everyone can watch. Like, so people can go into a central room and there's right. one way mirror glass. So they see themselves in the mirror, but they also have this knowledge that people are watching them. That would be fun. I thought that was pretty fun. That would be and fun. I thought that really plays with the idea of fantasy. Yes. You know, really yes, using does. your imagination, you know, yeah. and, and titillating that, that part. That I'd be much more into. Yeah, but I was kind of intrigued, like, I have to say. Yeah, and after three minutes of this, I was like, I, really, I'm bored. I just kind of want to leave. <laughs> but I didn't know how to ex- like, like, um, extricate myself yeah. from this, like, body, this mess of huh. bodies. All right, so well, anyway. but good for you. Can I say, yeah, I would, I'll quickly just voice something yeah. that, for me, like, this week, I found myself, and I, I've been thinking a lot about this. As a woman, 
I was in a situation where I was, you know, um, excited about a man and Mm -hmm. I, and I wanted to assert that, but I was like waiting for him to ultimately make the, the initial move. Okay, yeah, and which is w- natural. I, yeah, it is. But I, I just think about how timid I am. And there definitely are women who can that are more forward. And I, I sometimes feel like there's a deficiency as a woman, like I'm waiting for the guy to be the aggressor. But you know what? But I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I, and I get women being assertive and making yourself known. Yeah, well, I do feel like, right, I sort it's of set a stage like to let him make a move. Right. So, okay. So, actually, this is funny. I just read an article by someone, and it was an older article from New York Magazine, about referring to some of the studies done around sexuality and how they look at the rats. And the rats... Oh, the flirtation. It, yes, the flirtation in the in the animal kingdom. Even with, you know, the rhesus monkeys and everything, the, like, the, the women will, like, poke and prod and like oh, you yeah, know, try lick to. And, tr- and get them to engage but ultimately it's the men who come and engage in, co- in right so maybe there population. is something natural about it That's and it's I'm not saying. to say that it's not natural if you do it the other way but true but I'm just you're not there, I don't think there's anything yeah all right wrong well with you. but I feel like it was like a it was like a missed opportunity round two I had this missed opportunity once where I had gone over to a man's house really late I thought clearly I'm indicating you know and and then and then we're sitting across from each other on a sofa <laughs> wait, wait. Are you saying that going to his house late is clearly an indication? Yes. <laughs> Out of the blue, a text message that says, hey, I'm coming over. Wait, or, you said that to him? Yeah. I said, hey, what are you doing? And, you know, he said, oh, I'm over at a friend's or whatever. And I said, great, let's hang out or, like, let's get together. And then he said, oh, at my place or or my friend's, you know, and I said, whatever. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Whatever implies. We said, okay, meet me at mine. Okay. So I showed up. And, I, again, I was sort of waiting for a little signal, like a, a little bit of a longer hug, well, you know, a lingering hug. Well, maybe he was waiting hug. for you to get a Come signal on. of whether Where it was, was the friendship ling- or not. The lingering hug. I was I was trying to read signals. But were you giving any? I mean, what was I going to do? Just go sit on his lap? No, but I didn't you have the courage to do that. Lingering, lingering I was about hug. to give him a lingering hug when he pulled away. <laughs> well, Ultimately, there's your sign. <laughs> no, well, I thought it was, which is why I didn't make a move. And then, sure enough, he said he didn't feel I gave a clear signal, and he was timid as well. So we were both timid. I even think when you said when he said, "I'm at my friend's house or at mine," and you say whatever, he would have that could I, that have been a clear me, signal. That to me is a sign of oh, whatever. This is right, just right, too casual. Yeah. All right, fine. But this second situation reminded me of it felt like deja vu, and I thought, my God, just do something bold, you Woman. know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Just do something like that I, sends a clear message. Besides, you know, you? googly eyes. Yeah. No, I didn't have the courage. And I'm Gee. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. You know, and, and I, I don't know how to, you know, I think it's just practice. It's exercising that it muscle, is. you know, and really pushing yourself to say, hey, I'm going to put myself out there. All right, well, you rejected. have homework. Yeah, you I do. I do. But I feel like that's, you know, a, men maybe are more accustomed to like, hey, I got rejected. All right, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Well, but as a woman, I was like, oh, I can't be rejected. <laughs> Working on it. I think it's an interesting... <laughs> it's a work in progress. Yeah, discrepancy I'd like to remedy. Um, so, current events. There's a... Uh, so, this... Well, everything that we've just talked about, there's a movie coming out. Um, it, they're expecting release to be September of this year. Mm-hmm. It's called Monogamish. Right. And it's it's a documentary. At first, I thought it was a narrative, but it's a documentary uh, featuring all of the greatest people that we totally love uh right. daniel bergner or we know i don't know if daniel no. bergner is it. Da- uh, dan, savage. dan savage and esther uh is it patel mm. um the there mini captivity names. woman oh and uh oh, right. oh god there's so many 
Who, sorry, wait. Gosh, now we're, we're so bad with our names. We should have them listed. But uh, the book we always, Sex at Dawn, the author Sex of Sex at Dawn. Chris Dawn. Ryan. Thank you. He's yeah. involved. Right. Like, all these great sex experts who are doing tons of research right. and even collating information. And they do this such such a great exploration of it. And it's through the um, the voice of Dow Ruspoli, mm-hmm. who, or Ruspoli, I mean, uh, Italian. But he he is gone on this venture to create the documentary based on his experience with his own divorce and and how painful it was and that process right, right. and you know researching what does it mean to be monogamous what does it mean to commit and um and why are we doing it and right. you know and he's super thorough and he interviews you know his it looks his really past well partners done. and his you know yeah relationships so, and his exes and his family and and then experts and philosophers and really just beautiful surround you know, full, full effect. You know what? I liked what he said. I was, uh, they have a Kickstarter campaign. You can check out, uh, the movie at monogamish at, uh, sorry, monogamish.us. And, uh, there's a link to their Kickstarter there. There's a trailer and whatnot. Uh, but what I loved was that he, they said, this isn't a movie about monogamy versus non-monogamy and saying which is better than the other. It's simply an exploration into love and how we love and how that takes a place in our uh, in our lives and mm-hmm. what kind of role it takes in our lives and really evaluating exactly what we do here on the show really evaluating the societal constraints the societal boundaries the expectations the, the, expectations, the beliefs everything around and, love yeah. and connecting and is and it serving us exactly and so it's an exploration. That's that's all it is, and and uh, and it's important. I mean, how how we love it. So I think it's probably <laughs> pretty central to everybody's lives. Yeah, there was there was some pretty profound, yeah, some profound moments in the trailer as well that I really liked. Um, but you can check it out, and, the, and there's a Kickstarter campaign still going on. So there is. They're doing it in phases, and they're actually. Uh, it seems like everybody is having a giving a really great response. So. I think they just finished a Kickstarter campaign, and they're starting another one. Yeah. But well, anyway, it's, it it's looks, going really well. Yeah, and, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to take a break. All right. We'll be right back. This is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. Tweet us at TA Sex Talk. Oh, don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. I said you're holding back. She said, shut up, baby. This woman is my destiny. Good evening. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are talking about trending topics yes. after a little sex conversation, you know, <laughs> personal life stuff. Personal life stuff, talking about monogamy and uh, sex partying it up. And we just mentioned the monogamish film coming out. Check Early, it out yeah. at 
monogamish.us. It's a documentary. And uh, we're moving on to heavy stuff. Pervy Patel. Pervy Patel. Been wa- yeah. It, it, it's a crazy case that's been going on. It's uh, <clears throat> in Indiana. And Pervy Patel, a, she's a, it's a 33-year-old woman who uh, is Indian, uh, East Indian. Mm-hmm. And her family is Hindi. Hindi. And um, so this is, this is the case that's out there. It's, it's well, she showed up at the hospital bleeding profusely. Right. Had given birth and, and admitted finally that she had put the baby, the, the, de- the stillborn, into the dumpster. But granted, they, they think that she was about 24 weeks pregnant, so about six months. Right. And so then there was debate about her having researched, wanting to abort it, and then, but then they ran tests, you know, toxicology reports that said there was no, you know, chemicals in her body, that indeed maybe she did just abort it. It seems like it was a stillborn according to the tests. Right. So the the controversial thing here is that she was charged with uh, murder and feticide. Right. And this is the first case in the U.S. where someone has been tried and convicted for feticide and she's getting 20 years in prison right what the fuck yeah what <laughs> is the fuck? all i have to say yeah and you know the the article that i read really was driving home this idea of you know rather than providing the kind of emotional um for support sure. and therapy and treatment that she would need dealing with something so traumatic especially right. showing up at a hospital for help and then being arrested for this um, and, and she's then, now being convicted as a felon. Exactly. Um, it's it's really heartbreaking. I mean, imagine if you're in her position where you've got, you know, you come from a family that has certain beliefs and... Well, condemns premarital sex. Sorry, yes. Condemns premarital sex. She has an affair with a co-worker, uh, you know, gets pregnant. And I, I don't know if her family knew. It's if she, Right. It, I don't know if she was hiding her... I, I don't know about that, but... Uh, she if it, in the article it was basically saying that she had miscarried and didn't want her family like freaked out because she doesn't know what Panicked. to do right doesn't can't go to her family can't you know go the normal routes and so and just like it just comes out and she puts it in a dumpster cause she because she doesn't know what it, well and because it was already dead uh, according to her according to her she thought it was already dead i mean she was miscarrying but then i guess the prosecution or somebody was yeah, saying was that she was alive for a few seconds or minutes beforehand. And so they're charging her basically with neglect of a fetus and like t- having, doing an action that caused the death of her fetus. Right. And it's, and that's, it's satisfied. just so miserable. I, I, you know, it's just an indicator and a symbol of how poor any sort of sex education is in this country maybe even access or acceptance of contraception um you know and then also the the article talks about east asian culture like having the highest suicide rate in america like um the the issues of class and um, ethnicity affecting you know her access to this kind of information um you know that playing a big part of of it and and especially that culture being very anti- whatever, I mean, pregnancy and, and sex, you know, for women, like freedom of sex without marriage, that kind of thing. Well, it's certainly not going to, it's just so ridiculous. It is certainly not going to encourage any more women out there who are in trouble to seek help. Right. So it's to just show up creating, at the hospital if you're just, bleeding it's profusely. Just, right. Or, or if you've gotten pregnant, what do you do? Because you know what I mean? It's like, it's basically sending the signal that they're, they're, you're not supported. Right. Right. And so what else 
I mean, well, where can you go? We There's could say this. I mean, I, I think one of the biggest issues is is choosing to put this fetus into a dumpster, which is maybe a sensitive choice <laughs> um, subject, you know. And and yes, but in my eyes, it, she's coming from a place. She's of coming fear. from a place of fear, and oh my god, I need to hide this. Like I can't let anybody see that this just happened. Especially, because a, I'm going to get thrown out of my child, family. Did, exactly. You know. That's pat, you know. I mean, I can't imagine being in that poor girl's shoes. I just, you've, I guess for me, it's like, who knows the details of this specific case, but right, it is yeah. an indicator of some serious you know what? access to information and, and sex education in our country. Well, and an agenda. I feel like there's some kind of agenda going on. And, right. And, and because... Uh, Anti-abortion yeah. laws. Well, yes. And it, and, and it opens up that gate again. And actually on NBC... Um, Oh my gosh, I've forgotten her name. The woman who tried, she defended uh, in Roe v. Wade. She won Roe v. Wade, and it was a female mm-hmm. lawyer. Uh, oh my god, I can't remember her it's name. Okay. Just, anyway, yeah. she was talking about um, she was talking about just that. That she said what what they're going to do is since they can't completely get rid of abortion laws, they're just going to make it increasingly more difficult for you to get any kind of service or any kind of aid or any kind of help just to like keep constricting and this case is huge for that well and interestingly (laughs) maybe that's why it's trending so much and kind of in a scary way it's like why is this specific little story making such you know uh, national groundbreaking news i mean it's babies massive. die well, all the time. I don't, you know, I don't it's know how to, like, precedent. that sounds terrible it's to say. It's setting but... a precedent. But, you know, the same thing with, like... Putting a focal point on this specific situation Well, because it's, it's really totally unfair. setting a precedent. It's like, it's like Roe v. Wade. It's, it's one of those cases that, you know, how many women down in the future are going to, um, you know, be able to be prosecuted based on this one case? Right. And it's like... Which reminds me of the situation that's also trending in Indiana. It's mm-hmm. a hot state right now. Um, this situation with the uh, gay marriage. Well, it, there's a law about the Religious Freedom Act and the right to deny certain customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, specifically targeting gay people and saying, you know, no thank you to or, or denying them services. Um the article I read in the Atlantic, which was really interesting because it was it was kind of hitting on this idea of um, people who are boycotting it currently, which while seemingly noble, uh, is is neglecting the fact that um, sorry uh, is is neglecting the fact that there are still a lot of states that have not even legalized gay marriage. Mm-hmm. But in Indiana, gay marriage is legal. But mm-hmm. now you've got this sort of smaller law that allows a loophole or a way to combat it. And right, I think right. you I think you just hit on a really good point with with the Pervy Patel case about um not banning it, but really creating a chokehold. Making it really uncomfortable. Like, yeah, you can get married if you're gay, but um, you know what? You might not get service if you come and try to get cupcakes from us. Or we're just right. gonna shame you and publicly just, humiliate you. Yeah, be but completely okay. marginalized. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Marginalized and like what the fuck? I can, you know what? I cannot believe that this is happening in the U.S. When I read both of these cases, I'm like, wait a minute. What? Like, I can well, imagine scary. somebody going away for murder for 20 years, like in like some remote third world country where women have no rights and something like that. 
in the freaking USA. Yeah, but oh my god, there, I mean the whole protesting of of abortion clinics, all of that. I mean, it's it's still very much alive, depending on where you go. We should be protesting the hell out of this. Let's I know, start. It's... Let's start it. <laughs> T, let's do it. Well, <laughs> let's get a change.org uh, I know. You know campaign going, um, but. Anyway, that's yeah. It. Well, I liked. Wait, I liked the Atlantic article though about the misdirected zeal of same-sex marriage converts, and it and it's sort of hitting on this issue of you know, um, I don't know, larger icons, you know, saying, "Hey, we're not going to perform in Indiana because you know you're doing this," or Hillary Clinton condemning it. Yeah. But in reality, like everyone's still going to perform in Texas, or still going to all these states that have, um, you know, banned gay marriage. Uh, you know, if you're going to protest that, you've got to maybe protest at all. Yeah, that's true. It's it's tough, but but I I like what you're saying about this banning issue and and really finding loopholes to b- block and kind of yeah. filibuster. The, you know, we're uh, setting our, real we're screwing ourselves for down the road. This is just not going to end good. Um, so so moving, I I yeah. wanted to touch base on the millennials before we were running yeah, out of time. Well, I like the millennials topic because it ties with the Pervy Patel case, which is this access to contraception. Right. So um, th- there was a and survey open done communication about sex education. Okay, go ahead. There was, I, I'm just saying to yeah. fill everyone in. There was a survey done re- that recently came out and uh, that uh, polled about 2,300 millennials, which is 18 to 25, 18 to 35, and the consensus was that they were totally that they they exist more in the gray scale than black and white when it comes to sexuality right that that they do believe contraception should be um accessible they they also pulled like catholics and that they actually have really shifted their mindset as well and believe that contraception is okay right um yeah like a, a large percentage i think it's like 70% something in this range um something stood out to me in the article mm-hmm. which you know referenced how they also agree that women should have access to um contraception because it does allow for financial success greater financial success in their lives um in the sense that if you give birth, it's going mm-hmm. to slow you down economically um, and create a greater it's be gap. A burden. But yes, yeah. a burden between you and your male counterparts in the workplace, like all of this. I mean, and and early pregnancy, this kind of thing, like in in your youth. Right. Um, and of course, I agree with that. That is true in our current society. But something kind of buzzed in me, and I thought, why does it have to be this way for women? Like. Why can't they have a baby and still thrive in our society? That is a good point. And I, yeah, and I that thought. That's a damn fine point, T. Right, thank you. And I thought, um, right, like, like in this sort of, if we want to use, you know, patriarchy or male dominated society, um, we need to prevent pregnancy in order to be equals in the society. And I thought, well, what if what if we had an ideal world where you could go ahead and get pregnant and still stay ahead of the game? Which isn't that ideal given that there are other countries who do this, who do make it way, way, way more easy for women to have a child and have a job and still be financially independent and be an equal contributor and live her own life. And a full like happy life. And have and help and financial right. help from the government. more socialist countries, Europe, this kind of thing. Um, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And so I just wanted to highlight that. And, and I know this article was almost focused more on this well, this idea of contraception and really pushing it. But it's like, but you're right. It's like, okay, but if you do want to have a kid or if you don't want to 
have well, an abortion or, you know what I mean? And if you're this is, young and uh, you want to have a kid. Yeah, I do believe in, right, I do believe in access to contraception in general. For sure. I, I, but what's funny is I'm also not a user of the birth control pill, for example. And I, and so I also feel like, you know, I, I read it and I also kind of think, well, where, where's the contraception for the male population? Like, again, it's kind of this. Why do I have to fuck my body up with these chemicals and well, screw my alter my your hormonal cycle? Over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and not really know what the results are. I mean, I remember someone talking about, you know, if you're on birth control pills for too long, like blood clots. I mean, this kind of thing that, you know, yeah, it just still feels very unbalanced, <laughs> uneven. So so I just wanted to kind of point that out. That's I don't a good know. Point. And and push for that kind of, you know, that opportunity to not be, not think that your to life is over if you have a, a baby. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Let's make contraception available, but let's also make it so that your life isn't over. If you happen to have, get pregnant out of wedlock or partnership with an equal financial partner. Right. Or, you yeah, know. I thought that was interesting. That is. So, um, I think that's our Those are, trending that's topics trending for tonight. Topics. Hashtag trending. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Tweet us at TA Sex Talk. <laughs> this is Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.